Welcome to Freed Up. This is the podcast space where life feels lighter. You know, sometimes life can have us feeling worn out and weighed down, locked up and left out, or just simply looking for more. And if that sounds like you, then you are in the right place. Freed Up has a word for you. I'm your host, Tina Robertson, and today we're continuing our new series, The Courage Collection. And today we're going to hear from a freed up friend who's going to share how they courageously push through an addiction. So you need to get in here and get a seat because you don't want to miss this one. Okay, we'll be back in a moment. Hey, Pat. Hey, Tina. What's up? I'm good. How about you? Um, it's early where I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm uh I'm only fifty percent a morning person, so most people that know me know mm-hmm. that um anything I do it usually is after a certain time frame. So I'm still trying to get breathing and my stretches on just to wake up. I got some toothpicks on I my hear you, friend. <laughs> How's the weather where you are? Um, it's it, it's changing every day it's just you never know what to expect from day to day so you just go with the flow right today right. it's rainy and cold so tomorrow to be nice and warm who knows but yeah you just deal with it yeah well you know um of course recording from texas and so we had three seasons in 36 hours literally um we had sun and it was in the 70s, and then we had thunderstorms and flooding, and then we had snow flurries yesterday. And so um, I just, I have my closet sectioned off in three sections. I have the warm part of the day, the rainy, floody part, and then I have like, um, if it gets really cold. So that's what we're working with. (laughs) Yeah, you learn to adapt real quick. Very quickly, very quickly. So listen, I think it's probably important that the listeners know a little bit about how you and I know each other. You want to tell them? No, you go ahead. So Pat is someone that I've known um, all of my life, actually. We grew up together because we are (laughs) sisters. And actually, um, I think everybody in my family would probably label her as my partner in crime, um, mm-hmm. although she was the one that would get us in trouble, and I was the one that would get us out of trouble. So, I'm oh, a nice. bit more about that. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you well, think that it? Uh, not totally the way that I view it, but that's okay. We'll go with that. You, we, we'll go with that story, and we'll stick with it. But we certainly were sailmates for sure, and. Just ever since then, we've, well, there's five girls in the family, and we're all besties, really. True, um, true that. You know, coming up, that was our friends, the five girls in the home. We And there are two boys, but just our entire family, we were all our best friends. So I do want to say that, too. Yeah, so true, so true. And I think in part because we really didn't have another option. <laughs> Yeah, we true. were always together, um, and that was back in a time where we created games and stuff like that. Um, and so we had to do chores together. We played together. We went to school together. Right. 
um, and it shows up even now in our relationships. So um, right. much love to the rest of our siblings that will be listening in at some point, and much love to all the listeners out there who um, have a connection with their family as well. Family is everything. So just want to and before we get started. So we've been doing this courage collection. We just kicked it off. You know that because you are a, a consistent listener of Freed Up Podcast. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you for that because, hey, you know, yeah. you could be doing a lot of other things um, as far as your selection of how you listen in to different ways that you encourage yourself. But I want to thank you for listening to Freed Up. Um, and so we've been talking sure. about courage, kicking the year off with courage, because I really felt like um, that this was a year, particularly, I don't know why, 2020, new decade, new year, that we were going to be called up on, all of us, not just in our nation, um, but mm -hmm. really in every phase of our lives, in our home life, in our personal lives, in our spiritual lives. So um, talk a little bit about what courage means to you? Like when you think about courage, what comes to mind? Well, you know, Tina, when I think about courage, what comes to me is really just the strength or the ability to face the giants in my life. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I'm sure Webster, I did look up a Webster dictionary of that when you started this series and it, you know, it gave, it said that it was the ability to do something that frightens you or the strength in the face of pain or grief mm. for me it really is just facing any giant in my life mm -hmm. so uh, that's what courage pretty much means to me yeah that is such a powerful description um because we talked in the last episode about these risks and challenges they can seem very daunting to us. They can seem giant mm -hmm. um, because, and they may not even be giant sized in reality, but they right. seem like it to us. And it's about what it seems like in the perspective, right? So uh, we definitely need to have um, that perspective of, of facing, uh, being able to face the giants and be able to persevere through. So um, talk a little bit about a time in your life where you needed to face a giant that you were dealing with and talk a little bit about that season and how you were able to push through and persevere through that time. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. There was a time in my life right around the time of college. First, let me just say people that know me know that in the past few years, I've become very transparent through a lot of things in my life. It was right. so important to me to do that because there may be other people that are going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. But I became addicted to drugs um, while I was in college. And it carried on through a long time in my life. Um, the drug of the choice at that time was cocaine. So because of my upbringing, that could be surprising to some people. But drugs, mm -hmm. they have no... You know, they don't care about your gender. There's no zip code that, um, you know, mm -hmm. the drugs care about. There's no economic background mm -hmm. that um, drugs care about. So, you know, it, it's just can happen to anybody. I'll just say that. But that's the time as years went by, because believe it or not, I was addicted for at least 15 to 20 years. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. doing some math, you could do some math, whatever. But yeah, it was quite a long time that I was addicted to drugs. And it finally came a time in my life where I called out to God for the courage to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And Pat, talk a little bit about what were some of the what you can remember, what were some of the factors or the circumstances that you think kind of collided in that moment where you started using in college? What was behind um, your initiation into this um, to this addiction? Right. Okay. You know, <clears throat> some of the things I think a huge thing is growing up in a Christian home. Um, Tina knows this. We it was a very good thing. Um, dad, my father did devotions with us weekly. Uh, we went to a Christian school. Um, you know, and so I think a huge part of, for me as to how I started with drugs is because of guilt. Things that I started doing in college, I started feeling guilty because unfortunately mm-hmm. that, that era that we grew up in, there was this uh, mentality that you attached, and that is this fire and brimstone mentality, mm-hmm. this intellect of that, or um, the Christian legalism disposition that we had. And so I, I was feeling guilty about some of the things that I would start doing, and it, and it just, you know, or feeling like I'm failing and not understanding that it was okay to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes. Um, as the further that you get into drugs, especially, is you begin to think that you're starting to medicate yourself. I started to medicate myself from feeling this way, but not even realizing it was becoming a vicious cycle. It was just increasing um, those underlying things um, that I was still dealing with mentally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, in reality, it doesn't um, take away the situation, but doing it. It's a, it takes it away for a minute, so mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That, that's how that really happened, or I believe that's how it started. Yeah, and, and thank you for raising that part about how that guilt came up from likely not feeling adequate in some areas um, mm-hmm. or not feeling like, you know, you were being seen in a light that might have even been... Um, fair to you or helpful to you, supportive, because as you said, everything was, don't do this, don't do that. You can do this, but don't do this and don't do that. So there was a lot of standards that were set and not just for us in our home, but just kind of in the culture of church, the culture of our faith. Yeah. Yeah. and, and something else, too, that I wanted to mention, because I've mentioned on the podcast before when I've shared a little bit, is about the fact that we grew up in a blended family. Um, we had so much love in our home because we all grew up together. And again, it was just us. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. us seemed like so many times. But I know that we each had our own experiences to find our own way, um, to really hone in on our identity. And so I add that because I shared that in the previous podcast, and I know that that's been something real for each of us as family. So um, is there any part of that that you think, wow, that was my experience, or if you want to share a little bit more about what was that like to kind of find yourself, and was that part of your experience with drugs? 
it truly was a part of my experience. I didn't understand then that it was okay to fail or it was okay to not to have to be what people expected of me. Um, I didn't understand that I could just do me and just mm-hmm. be me. And I will tell you that one of the people in my life that, you know, I look up to in that regard who has always demonstrated it's okay to just do you, and that's our older sister, Gina. Mm-hmm. She has the capability of just um, just being her. And so as time has gone on, as the Holy Spirit over the years, because there, that part in my life where I cried out to the Lord indicating that I needed to do something for help. I didn't know what that help was going to be. I didn't know how it was going to be, but I knew I needed help. And so that realization kind of helped me. um, And with the nudging of the Holy Spirit, because friends, let me just tell you that growing up in a Christian home, again, like I said, was an awesome thing because we were taught the word, the pure and undefiled word of God. And that is what gave me something to go back to. That was what gave me um, something to hold on to to start this process of healing. And then uh, over the years, as I started going back to church and understanding what grace truly is, that's what allowed me to start my healing process. So um, my sister, my older sister, Gina, played a huge part in that because she was able to, um, having walked in the same shoes, tap me into different things to start um, healing. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, have always admired that about G. She um, she does her and she does it well. <laughs> we know mm-hmm. that. And that in and of itself takes courage. We talked about in the previous podcast about social courage and that it takes social courage to be able to press against some of those pressures that are pressing against you and just owning the skin that you're in and I think she did that so much earlier than we were able to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the other thing that I wanted to mention was just that when we think about addiction, um, of course, addictions are a result of a process of trying to cope with something that is really mm-hmm. our top our ability to do so um, emotionally, mentally, physically with the resources that we have. And so um, there are different types of addictions. There might be people listening that, um, maybe drugs, it wasn't their thing, but maybe they might be addicted to relationships or um, they might be addicted to um, some kind of sex or porn addiction or shopping mm-hmm. or eating. There are lots of different ways that we have learned to cope with the mental, emotional health challenges that we are facing. And so I do want to say that that as we're talking about you know, the addiction that you were able to push through by the grace of God, there are some listening that are still in a space where they are recognizing, I'm dealing with this thing, and I haven't been able to just cry out and totally get past it, and that's been your testimony. So talk a little bit about the practical part of walking past um, that I cried out phase, and now what do I do after I feel I'm delivered from this? What do I do now? That's right. Okay. Well, you know what, Tina, it's also important for me to mention that, well, so again, I said my older sister tapped me into some programs. Um, At that time, 
when I was deep into the drugs, I was not working. So I didn't have insurance and I didn't have, but she <clears throat> suggested to me some programs and I went to those because I wanted to do anything I could um, to help with this. So a couple outpatient programs regarding drugs and learning how it affects you physically, mentally, all of those things. But I'm saying all this to say to anybody that's listening, I didn't stop doing drugs then. You know, it, it took several attempts, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and I finally got to the point where I just cried out to the Lord and I said, you know what, this is it. Because it was causing so many different problems in my life. There was stress with my marriage, um, relationally with my son. Um, it, it was just, just um, domino effect of problems that were all leading to disorders of depression and anxiety. And I just couldn't do it anymore. And mm -hmm. so I, I, I just stopped. And there were several days that I really just laid in the floor crying because of the hanks upon me and the withdrawals that I was going to. And I pushed through that. I And for years, I was proud of telling people, you know, I just did this thing. And um, the Lord helped me get over um, my drug use. I just stopped. I was also uh, smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. I stopped that as well, just cold turkey. But what I didn't realize is that did not deal with the problems. So I'm so grateful, you all, for this Freed Up um, podcast because I've learned so much in a very short time. I've been working on this for a couple of years, but this particular program, Tina, I'm not saying this just because she's my sister, but just bringing the spiritual, clinical, and life experiences together have been so helpful for me. And I, I have to tell you that um, having those people on your um, program here, just different people who have shared, I've been taking little nuggets from each person and just applying those to my life and it's just been an amazing thing and it, I hope it's okay to mention them but even down to my relationships Janet what the little nugget I took from that particular program was just to always ask myself what part did I play in that if you don't know what I'm speaking of you need to go back and listen to that episode yeah you know um, Lexi just breaking free from the bitterness and and saying to myself God is with me through all of the things that I'm doing. And that, that's not a little thing. That is huge to me. And then Gabby with her experience, her um, professional um, help towards how I could get started even more healing. And she gives some really good practical um, examples of this. Mm -hmm. The one thing that really sticks out with me from her was the triple R's. Again, you'll have to go and listen to it to know what that is. And then understanding the unconscious mind. So I've just been praying to the Lord to bring those things to the surface out of that unconscious mind so I can now deal with them. And then even with you, Tina, there's been so a couple, few episodes back, I wrote my dear past letter. Um, the triple A's in those stuck places really have helped me. Again, I'm not going to give too much information because I want our listeners, if you haven't listened to 
all of the different episodes you need to. And those things, Tina, really have sparked again something within me to continue my healing process. In First uh, Corinthians ten thirteen, the scriptures say, "There's no temptation mm-hmm. that you will have that is not common to all men." But our God is so faithful, mm-hmm. and He provides a way for us to get out of these things or to be able to endure it. So that's something that I've held on to for a long time to know that, okay, God's going to make a way of escape for me. Now, that's not to say that it was something quick because I was in drug life for 20 years. So I I didn't expect to get out of all of the issues and the consequences in, you know, overnight in one or two years. It Mm -hmm. took time to get into that mess. But friends, when I tell you, I could just run a lap to where I was from then at one time of my life, sleeping on a park bench to where I am now and how God has brought me um, in the last just few years. So I encourage you to really listen to these um, practical um, things that can help and that are continuing to help me now. Yeah, Pat, that is so good. Thank you so much for just, sharing from the core of your heart. It is um, totally blessing me. I'm just trying to hold back my lap right now so I can stay on the podcast and keep it going for a few more minutes. Um, I've shared a lot of times how proud I am of you, uh, how courageous you are, really each and every person in my family for so many different reasons and different ways. Mm-hmm. I remember coming mm-hmm. home one time um, and I went to visit you in the neighborhood. I came home and I was like, where's Pat? And people couldn't really tell me. And so I ended up, you know, getting a little bit of a tip and I came to see you. And it was one of those times where you were having a rough day and that stuck in my mind. And so every time we talk, which is almost every day, <laughs> yeah. you know, every time we talk about something that's a testimony shared or something that you're experiencing in your life that you have been able to yet again overcome, I just get so excited because that picture of where you were then always mm. pops up for me. And I look and see where you are now. And I'm thinking, wow, only God, but it took that courage and that trust in him. And it took your try because that's part of our last episode, what it takes yeah. for courage um, that you exemplified that. And I, I remember that those times and it really just allows me to have such a grateful heart Um, for your experience and all that God has brought you through. And the other thing that I want to say very quickly is that when family members are going through different addictions, and I don't just mean drug addiction, it impacts Mm -hmm. a lot of different people in different ways. Um, And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's an experience when you're bonded. If you have a, a, a spouse that's dealing with an addiction, it impacts you emotionally and mentally as well. And so some of these strategies that we've talked about that you shared, Pat, are relevant to the other person or the other people that are surrounding that individual that's having that struggle in that time. Yeah, for sure. For sure, Tina. Yeah, just lastly, I would say that it's, so important. I pray every day, Lord, give me wisdom about my mental health. And again, these things that you are sharing with us have been awesome. You know, Proverbs 4, 7, 7, 
says wisdom is the principal thing, but in all thy getting, get an understanding. So now that I'm starting to get an understanding, it's been so helpful for me um, in my life. So I'm just so grateful. And I just, again, want to uh, thank you for this platform to share that. And I'm just praying for you daily because I know how huge this can be for people. And I thank you for God's anointing on your life to take on this thing because it's just been amazing for me. So I can imagine how it's been for other people. Mm -hmm. Bless you for that, sis. I appreciate that. And I thank you for sharing. And as always, I thank the listeners for listening in. And I do hope and pray that something's been said that has inspired you. If you have a family member who is struggling with an addiction, if you yourself are struggling with an addiction, I can assure all of us that in some way we have struggled and maintained some level of addiction. So we don't single people out because of where they are, because we are all struggling with something. Um, And so it's important for us to bring that spiritual peace in connection with the practical mental health. That's what Freed Up is all about. Freed Up is not a destination. It is a journey. And so it is a continued process of getting to the place that God has designed for each of us. And so we're walking this road together, Freed Up Friends. And I just want to say again, thank you to my sister. I'm sure we'll be talking later in the day because we talk every day, uh, which is <laughs> such a blessing. It's so, it's so cool. Um, so thank y'all for listening. We're going to sign off for now. Oh, wow. Aren't you glad you didn't miss that one? Oh, Pat, thank you so much. And thank you so much for transparently sharing your heart with us. We are encouraged and we are lifted. And I just want to say, if there's anyone out there who may be struggling with an addiction yourself, or maybe there's someone in your family or your friend circle, or just someone in your circle of influence. So let's take a moment. Just want you to know I'm praying for you. So God, thank you so much for the love and the care that you have for each one of us. I thank you that there is no giant that comes into our lives that can match your incomparable power. I thank you for the courage that you've given us to trust you, the courage that you've given us to try. And we thank you most of all that you have given us the victory. We thank you for it all in Jesus' name. So listen, y'all. You got to get back here for the next episode. We're going to have another freed up friend come and share another courage story. So make sure you're back. All right. As always, please know I love you. God loves you. Thanks for tuning in. Take care and God bless.